Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World, with CEO and award-winning author, Yvette Bethel. This podcast is dedicated to supporting leaders with a variety of solutions to build trust, inspire authentic change, and improve morale within your organization. Learn how to grow your people, build your culture, and transform your results. Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. I'm Yvette Bethel, and this episode is entitled, As Good as Your Last Act. We all have some type of value assigned to us based on how others perceive us. Whether we buy into these perceptions or not depends on if we are intrinsically or extrinsically motivated. For those who are intrinsically motivated, their personal value is internally defined. It is unwavering in the face of others' opinions. For those who are extrinsically motivated, they try desperately to navigate the landscape of public opinion, which can sometimes be quite demoralizing. Sometimes persons hold biases and devalue others deliberately. Sometimes bias emerges unintentionally. Here are a few examples of how persons tend to devalue others. Background checks. When an employee's contribution is devalued by powerful stakeholders, both within their organization and externally, this can become crystal clear if they decide to shop for another job. The potential employer contacts your current or last employer who is less than complimentary. This causes you to become less interesting to them. Unfortunately, a single background check can impact a person's brand if the person asking the questions does not ask further questions to understand what's really being said and the context of the viewpoint being shared. Raider bias. When managers rate employees for the most recent period of performance, there are some who are not as disciplined as they should be about monitoring their own biases. Sadly, because these managers are working from memory, they may allow the most recent experience with the employee to carry disproportionate weight in the rating process. There may be circumstances where this is appropriate. At other times, this approach discounts the full value of the employee's contribution for the entire year. A similar dynamic can occur when there's a positive bias and the last act was so overwhelmingly positive that unproductive behavioral patterns are ignored despite the inherent risks. Promotions Devaluation can be attempted when decisions are being made about promoting or developing employees. In the decision-making meeting, a contributor reminds a committee the employee made an error 10 years ago that created multiple costs for the organization. This information was mentioned despite the fact that the employee is a strong performer for the last six years and has consistently impacted the bottom line positively. Speaking up, devaluation can happen when an employee expresses a point of view that contradicts the opinion of their decision makers. 
This is because the employee making the statement is perceived as a threat. In an environment that values speaking up, the same statements may be viewed as creative or insightful. When an employee realizes she is as good as her last act, she may become conservative and focused on doing things according to generally accepted practices. This slows down productivity and impacts morale. When employees realize they're as good as their last act, this puts the majority in survival mode. When self-preservation is the highest priority, transparency is sacrificed, and this can lead to unwanted surprises for decision-makers. Another way costs manifest is through performance management. When positive bias seeps in and persons receive more than they earn, this creates morale issues among the true performers. Because they're pulling their weight in addition to the weight of the persons with inflated performance ratings. If being as good as your last act is an accepted practice, leaders and other cultural architects may want to consider creating a strategy to neutralize the devaluing effects of bias. It means being deliberate about your brand, taking your own brand in, into your hands. It also means creating a branding strategy that will not attempt to change who you are, but one that will refine your strengths and more effectively manage your areas for improvement. I've encountered several situations where persons were being judged based on circumstances that caused their last acts to be perceived as unproductive, regardless of their positive attributes and track record. In fact, in some cases, no positive attributes were even being perceived because of overpowering bias. I've also encountered a situation where, when it seemed impossible for a leader to turn his brand around, he was able to establish a new one. In this case, the leader identified something the employer valued much, much more, causing decision makers to reevaluate the value he was adding, making him as good as his last act. As a leader, it's important that you manage your own brand, not letting others do it for you. It's also important to understand how the culture of your company may be contributing and how you are being perceived and valued. When persons are outliers and the culture values homogeneity, as already established, some persons submit to the pressure, others decide what they will do. Despite the pressures, because it's much more important for them to be able to live with themselves after everything is said and done. Thank you for joining me at Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Join me this and every Monday for a new episode. In the meantime, remember, always manage your own value. Thanks for listening to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Visit YvetteBethel.com to learn more about Yvette's leadership programs and to download her free gift, Success Tips for Igniting Your Career. Thank you.